0: From the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C.
1: Oh, let me come open the door. let me come let me come Oh, let me come I yeah, let me come you cry.
0: Welcome to the American Folklife Center's podcast series, Voices from the Days of Slavery Stories, Songs, and Memories. Drawn from the unique collections of the center's archive, the series presents first person accounts of African Americans whose experiences spanned the last years of slavery. They were recorded during the 1930s and 40s, most often for the large-scale documentation projects sponsored by New Deal agencies during and after the Great Depression. Many of these recordings survive only as fragments, and the audio quality occasionally suffers due to the deterioration of the original recorded media. Nevertheless, the compelling voices of these individuals transport the listener to a defining period in this country's history. In this interview from 1935, Mr. Wallace Quarterman of St. Simons Island, Georgia, recalls the last days of slavery for Zora Neale Hurston, Alan Lomax, and Mary Elizabeth Barnacle of the Library of Congress.
1: Morning, I was in breakfast in the house. Yeah. And the and big gun shot yeah. to put the yeah. The big gun shot. So I kind the breakfast in the house. The overseer asked me, what is that of that is thunder, I tell him, I don't know. I know what the answer is. And so he shot three times and he commenced to shoot and the plate commenced to rattle on the table. And he called me and told me to run down in the field and tell Peter to turn the people loose. that the answer comes. And so I run down in the field and and hoop and holiday to him, Peter, and told him, Mr. Giggles, he turned the people loose to the Yankee uh, The driver. And so he said that uh, Wallace was lying and he said so. And he said so, then the Yankee beat to the land and they drunk. You understand? We down south getting mighty poor. They used to drink coffee, but now they drink it right. He said, let's raise the band, make the rebel understand, to leave our land for the sake of Uncle Sam. We down south, getting ready right the poor, shut out the wildcat and see the level run. I I'm going over them things again. I've been over all of them, yes, yeah. yeah. And that, the people then throw away poor food then. They throw away the food and they call you all up, you know, and, and give you all freedom, cause we are this much as free as them. Now you understand. But the Yankees Yankee thing was, go back to the South, they help me. But they didn't, of course, there was so much doubt, and things in the way. Uh, they would have done more, but there's so much doubt in the way. They couldn't because the colored people show sure went for, and some white people showing sure went for, too. You understand? And the reddish at them and uh, hit me. I satisfied so far what the Lord has done for me, I come through, through all been up and down through the Maliki.
2: After yes. they tell you to go free, then what did you do? Did you run on off the plantation that day? Did you leave the plantation that day after they told you to go free?
1: Well, the martyrs promised to so, to give me forty dollars a month in bed. Well, lots of the boys said they ain't want it. You rather go free, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course, why mm-hmm. I have built, you understand, I get along with them, you know. Eat right out the big butt, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, after they, after they, they sewed down, sewed down, they just make them so down, and they just get on the sword and squash them down. You go in there, and you see all the sewed down, now, mm-hmm. in the ground. And after the sewed was down, the tension, and then South Tension. And after the South Tension, then they play. Yes, play they. One foot one way, one foot the other way, one foot all around. So big, daddy, go to the big, daddy, go halfway round. Oh, my, so run away. And then, daddy, please. Well, you must be thinking, King, in them coming in here of Jubilee. So we had a big breaking up right there, you know. That's, it. That's right. What about afterwards, You know when the, the
2: colored
1: people had the jailer and everything. Tell us about that. Yes, we everything did in hands. but they couldn't control the colored people. They do so much mischief and tell we have to gone back and to the white people we had education. You know when a man ain't got no education he ain't got no sense. All we tried to show them they wouldn't take this kill one another and go on. So we had to nominate Democrats over the head. They didn't like it. The many got killed by nominating the Democrats but we couldn't help it. To stop them so much killing, you understand. Mm. So we nominate the Democrat and we had a big time from that till now. Mm. The time ain't bad because it's been then. Mm. Because a man thinks nothing killing a man and taking a drink of water.
2: Mm.
1: But since we nominate the Democrat, we have more assurance, you understand. Mm. The law coming for such and then, you know, they wouldn't get it, the colored people. Mm. Tall, man, tall. Mm. Yes, that's the way they come in for But we had the lawyer, judge and everything, where well, they just would run everything in the Dutch, you know, kill everything. Couldn't stand it. No. Well did you ever have an office? Did you was you ever did you ever hold an office? I wouldn't want an office. Oh. No, no man. I wouldn't want an office, for an office for an non-just kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You understand? You've yes. got to go and please that the fellow, you know.
2: Yes.
1: you got to stop mm-hmm. doing what God tells you and go please that fellow. Yes. And the right thing when you left out, What well, so What's become uh, of your old
2: master? Old
1: master, he died mm-hmm. in the other field. Mm-hmm. He was a nice man to me. Yes. I wouldn't take anything from him.
2: What was his name?
1: Colonel Fred Waring.
2: Fred Waring?
1: Yes, he was a colonel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take anything, with me and he was just like one, you know. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well,
2: where was his plantation? His plantation on, on
1: Savannah River. You know, Kittie Mm Island. Mm-hmm. You know, Chatham County, you know, Savannah. Yeah. On Skittie Island. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't take nothing him. Well, did the white
2: folks
1: like it when the new all were in power? Oh, they like me, they will like me all the way because I will take them, you
2: know.
1: Yes. I will take them, I hold it. I hold the Yankee myself and do them destroy them, you know. You see, I just you know, understand how to speak, you know. Yes. Tell them, you know. Uh-huh. I see a man going to do a wrong thing, I you him. <laughs> I saw him. Why? Well, did the white people, the your mouth and all them like to see the Negroes be the judge in the jail and everything? No, you see, according to law, you know. They don't mind you be that way have you know what you're doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't you see? Yeah. You yeah, they, they, they don't know what doing. Yeah. And they that they don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That concludes this program in the American Folklife Center's podcast series Voices from the Days of Slavery Stories, Songs, and Memories. This episode was produced and edited by Guha Shankar, American Folklife Center, and Lisa Carl, North Carolina Central University. The audio engineer was Jonathan Gold, American Folklife Center. The website for the online collection, Voices from the Days of Slavery, Former Slaves Tell Their Stories, was developed by John Barton and the Library's American Memory Project team. To hear and read the unedited versions of Wallace Quarterman's story, along with other personal accounts of slavery days, please visit the Library of Congress website memory.loc.gov slash slash collections slash voices. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.